get when you mix a Bible school teacher, a stickler for detail, and sprinkle in a little bit of bossiness. The guest on the podcast today, Ms. Tanya Franklin. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to PB and Style. This is Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm excited to have with me today Miss Tanya Franklin. Hello, Tanya. Hello, how are you? I'm lovely, lovely. Um, Tanya, guys, is someone that I've recently met. Um, and if you are ever encouraged to um, engage in, in Facebook groups or in uh, chat rooms of that nature, you should definitely engage because that is how I met Tanya. We were both in a, a group and uh, I had a question child, I couldn't understand some things, and I reached out to her, and we just sort of, you know, fell into a friendship of sorts, and I asked her to um, be a guest on our podcast, and so that is how she got here. So I want to thank you, thank you, thank you, Tanya, for um, heeding my crazy call from some crazy <laughs> woman from Texas that you didn't know, <laughs> asking crazy questions in a Facebook group. But guys, it happens. People will respond if you just ask the question. That's right. Um, so Tanya is, I'm going to go through her bio because I want you guys to understand who she is and this amazing content she has to offer. So I want to give you the rundown real quick before we get started. Um, Tanya is the owner and chief administrative officer of Upright Solutions, LLC. It is a virtual company that offers virtual services to local and national small business owners in office administration, communications, marketing, and event planning. Now, her event planning and consulting experience is with Simply Yours Personal Planning Services and a host of other organizations, and she's served in office management with Liberty National Life Insurance Training and Formatting Training Agent and Office Personnel Materials. Now, Tanya has also served as a contributing writer for publications such as Million Moms in Action, Greater Working Women Ministries, and has also worked with Speak Woman Magazine. So, guys, what does that say? She's pretty good at what she does, so she's definitely someone you should listen to. Now she has Upright Solutions, as I mentioned, and it is an administrative marketing company that also works in writing and um, planning services, and she's going to share with us some of the things she has coming up a little bit later in the podcast, but for now, we just want to talk to her about her awesomeness and how she can help you and her personal branding and style, hence PB and style. So, all right, Tanya, let's get down to the nitty of the gritty. All right. Tell us, I know I just read your bio, but tell us a little bit more about yourself. Like, give us the rundown on who you are and sort of how you got started with uh, what you do. Well, um, I'm a mom, and... I actually kind of fell into being um, a, a virtual entrepreneur. Uh, I've always wanted to own my own business, um, even from the tender age of 
13, I've always wanted to, and I, I think that um, could be attributed to my bossy nature. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was told uh, many times as a child that I'm bossy. Um, so that, that's something that's always been a seed that's been planted in me. And I had the opportunity that when the office that I was working for, that we ended up having to go virtual um, due to some situations. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, that I could just really be doing this, you know, on my own. I mean, there were other things that I wanted to branch out into. Um, I didn't really want to operate in just one particular area mm-hmm. of, of, of the of skills that I had. I wanted to be able to just use everything that I do. And that's actually how I came into business. I was actually looking for another job and I saw a virtual assistant and I was like, okay, what's that? And um, I did some research on it and I found out that I was like, wow, there are a lot of people that actually do this. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like the light bulb just went on from there and it was just convenient because one of the reasons um, that I really wanted to actually just branch out into this is because my children are getting older, so they're getting involved in so many things, and, you know, they're at that critical age where, you know, I really need to be there for them more. So that was, um, that's, you know, pretty much the premise behind that, mm. and is that I, my love for marketing and branding has just, just taken over. I mean, I've always had a love for it, but it is over the past few years since I've been in business for myself, it has just really just taken over. And so here I am. It's definitely addicting when you get into it because there are so many facets to it and you think it's one thing and then what happens is it snowballs and you're like, oh, that's part of it. And oh, that that can be manipulated. Exactly. It's true. I'm glad you mentioned that because um. As we start talking about the personal branding aspect of this interview, um, you working with your clients and the people that you meet um, as you do your business, are there um, any helpful um, tricks or tips that you could give our listeners about being more prepared to work with other people? And how can these listeners be more prepared to work with people like virtual assistants and graphic designers and such? Um, One thing is, do your research. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please do your research. Um, don't hop on the first train that passes through. Um, make sure that this is someone that that's compatible to what your vision is. Mm. Um, so don't, I mean, everybody that's in marketing and branding does not, does not mesh with what it is that you're trying to do. It doesn't it doesn't mean that they're, you know, any less reputable, but if it's not somebody that can actually connect with what you're trying to do, you need to keep shopping. So that's, mm-hmm. that's one thing is to do your research. Um, another is, and I run into this so many times, is operate within your budget. Right. I, that's one of like the first questions that I ask clients. You know, what is your budget? For, for your marketing. What is the your first budget? thing is to have a budget, right? Because how right. many times have you been approached with, right. um, well, I don't, I don't I really have any money, money, but I can do this for you, right. or I'll barter with you. No, baby, we right. need a budget. <laughs> right, you know, and it's like, you know, sometimes I, you know, I get that, you know, the, the deer caught in headlights, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, 
Oh, I need a budget for that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, you know, and, and, and I've also run into people that overextend because they really don't understand the magnitude of how marketing and branding um, is, is like the glue to actually moving the goals and the objectives in their business. And they really mm -hmm. don't understand that. And especially in this digital marketing world that we're in, they really don't understand that. So um, that's one, um, that's another tip. Also, uh, to be open, to listen to suggestions and, um, and comments. Because uh, it, when you walk in, you walk into the door, you don't want to just say, okay, this is what I want. This is what I need. I need you to do X, Y, and Z. But be open to listen to them because guess what? They are experts and they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing. So listen, listen to them, be open to suggestions. You know, it's not that they're trying to change your vision, but they're trying to help you to streamline it so that it works and that it works the way that you need it to work. So that's, that's really another helpful. is to be open, be open to listen. And, uh, oh, my goodness, I should have said this one first. Communicate, communicate, um, be clear about what you want, even if you you're saying, I really don't know what I want. You know, be right. honest and, and be clear about that. Don't just kind of, you know, you know, hustle and bustle around and, you know, People have to kind of like figure out, you know, what what is it that you need, what you don't need. And, you know, just be clear and communicate. If it's something that you don't know or that you're just not sure of, say that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I stress that to my clients. I, I don't I, I don't deal with politically correct. If you know something, say, I tell you, I have no idea. You know, mm -hmm. be open and upfront so that I know exactly, you know, where to start um, in working with you. So communicate. It let me know how you communicate. I mean, some people are, you know, are, you know, they, they live by their email. Mm -hmm. Some people, you know, text or, you know, Facebook is just doing so many things. Now you, you can do Facebook meetings and all that kind of right, stuff. Right. So, you know, be clear in making sure that you have that line of communication open. That is that is really, really important. Great stuff. You know, um, it's funny that you mentioned like the being open to listen and to operating within your, all the things that you mentioned, just the compatibility um, mm -hmm. um, to your vision, knowing people, all of that, what that says is you kind of got to know what that is for yourself. That's the beauty right. of building and developing a personal brand is because when you've done that, you know the best you know, types of personalities to work with. You understand your personality enough to manage it, engage it when you're working with other people. And you will know your budget. You'll know what you can and can't do. And you'll know, like in life, in personal life, I might tell you I don't have a budget for um, for certain things, but that doesn't mean I don't have any money. I don't have, I have money, yes, but I don't have a budget to do specifically what we're asking. So then you can begin to say, okay, what can I peel away that could possibly lower what it is? Maybe I can't do everything I want to do right now, but if she can tell me um, the most important things I need to do to get me started. So it doesn't mean you can't work with the person just because they ask you what your budget is. You might say, my budget is $50 a month. You still have right. to let that other person um, give you the opportunity to say, oh, well, there's nothing I can do for you for $50 a month. Or it could be that they might say, you know what, 
I normally charge X, Y, and Z, but for $50 a month, I can do this one thing for you. You know, you just Great. don't know. So, But you have to come prepared with something. You can't come prepared mm-hmm. with no budget. Mm-hmm. You just shouldn't mm-hmm. get on the phone. The other thing that I really liked about what you said was you have to be open and listen to suggestions and comments. This is just another reason why it's important for you to know yourself because in life you will always have criticism, you will always constructive, you know, and you will always have opportunities to grow. And if right. you do not know yourself well enough to receive that in a positive way, that's where attitudes get involved, people's feelings get hurt. Right. Um, and as just service-based businesses like you and I, who wants to deal with that? We don't want to deal with your attitude because you don't know what you want. <laughs> you know, I mean, honestly, I don't want to deal with your attitude. You call me. You ask me for third. You ask me to work with you. I'm trying to give you the information I have, but if I keep getting pushback, why is that beneficial? How is that beneficial to me? Correct. So, I agree. I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, um, Tell me a little bit about the types of clients you normally work with now. Like, what are you finding are, like, the common thread between them? Um, the common thread um, is that they are needing someone to help them with marketing strategies, um, help redefine their brands. Um, and I found some that their common thread is I just need to – establish my building blocks. My foundation is kind of shaky. I know what I want to do, but I just don't know how to how to get there. I don't know where to start. So mm-hmm. that, that's a common that that's a common thread. Even when they are revamping, you know, they're they, they have an idea of what they want to do. They just don't know how to get there. Mm-hmm. And you, I think it's so funny that um, that's a common issue because when you try to approach people from the opposite direction where you can see that they need assistance in certain areas and you try to say, hey, you know, I can help you um, mm-hmm. try to solicit the the business, they are not receptive. And people don't recognize that until they come to you probably for something else. Like they might right. they might be telling you, I just I need to just kind of do something different. You know, I need to get to a different audience. They might come to you with that. And you're like, that's marketing. That's how you, I'm just helping you drive this ship, you know. But if you were to say marketing outright, it's like, no, I don't, I don't need marketing. But then they say, but I need to uh, diversify my brand. I need to rebrand myself, <laughs> sweetie. That's marketing, <laughs> right? Have you found that? Yes, that's Are why they, I'm laughing. <laughs> they don't, they don't come to you saying, I need some marketing help. You know, right. they come to you with all these things that are marketing. I just think it's funny. I'm glad that I'm not the only person seeing that. Um, Let me ask you this question. So as someone that we've been talking about who helps others implement their strategies, because I I imagine, um, like we just talked about, they'll come to you and say, I need to grow my audience or I'm trying to rebrand. Like that's the, that's the goal. So when they come to you with their the, the goal they have, what are three to five common mistakes that you're seeing your clients making that um, sort of makes them unprepared to achieve those goals? Oh, wow. Um, one would be not having a clear plan. 
And what I mean by that is that, that they don't ask themselves the pros and cons. You have like these these big goals, these big dreams, but you don't sit to weigh, you don't weigh the pros and the cons. Because, you, I mean, the goal, the dream, it is just, it's so phenomenal. And you don't want to sit back and say, okay, look at the what ifs. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I've run into into that because I ask those questions. And, you know, it may come off to them as, okay, she's not supporting what I want to do. No, I, I want you to really think about this because mm-hmm. you have to plan for those particular hiccups because they may come. They and most of the time that they will. They, they will. <laughs> so, you know, you have to ask yourself those those pros and those cons, and then you develop your plan around it so that when they do come, you're prepared for it. Absolutely. Um, I mean, goodness gracious. That, I mean, I, we, could, we could preach a sermon on this one right here. <laughs> I mean, we yeah. could really go the distance of this podcast with this one because you're supposed to start with the end in mind, right? But there's never a real true path to the end game that right. I found. Like they always say, oh, I want to do X, Y, and Z. This is where I want to be in my business. But like you said, they don't ask themselves the hard questions. And so you can shoot holes all through their plan because they haven't thought of everything. And then you end up being a bad guy sometimes because they're thinking that, like you said, you're not supportive. So before we run to commercial break, I have this question I want to know. I want, because I want, people listening to to really get um, get the idea that we're trying to tell them is that, you know, really a lot of business is about um, understanding yourself. Yes, we want to make money by working with other people, but in working with other people, we have to be able to manage our expectations of ourselves, manage the volume of our personality. That's what I call it. Um, but what advice would you give? to an aspiring or seasoned entrepreneur, for that matter, about being true to themselves and not conforming to others around them. We talked about them comparing themselves to other, but others. But what advice could you give? Um, I would say that know what your why is. Mm. Know what your why is. You know, why are you doing this? You know, and what I I call goal casting. Mm-hmm. Look at what is it that you want to do three years from now, five years from now. You know, stretch and dream big, and okay. a, and attach that to your why. Attach it to your why. Always always keep that at the forefront because you know, as you were saying earlier, you know, there are going to be days where you get discouraged and you're just you're not going to see the manifestation of all your hard work and it's going to be like, you know what, forget this. I, I don't want to do this anymore. And you have to keep the why in front of you. Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You have Girl, and this, this, even for the season ones, you have to keep that why in front of you because it provides a roadmap back. That's like right. when you, when you have your why, whenever you start to get off course, like you said, and you start feeling discouraged, you start mm-hmm. feeling like you're like, you don't compare well to others, whatever that negative thought is, when you know your why, when you truly understand that why, all roads will lead back to it. Mm-hmm. If you allow it to, if you allow yourself to navigate back 
you always it's like knowing the north star and being able to know you know north so you can navigate north south east and west that's what the y does it provides you with this guiding star that's right that you can always get back on course when you when you know your true why and that's why when I'm working with people, I'm sure you've had, I mean, we talked about this a second ago, you know, people being able to uh, find compatible uh, service providers, um, product providers. You have mm -hmm. to find people who are compatible, but it, it all goes back to that. It goes back to being able to take the comments well, all of that. Sometimes it's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel good to work with other people. It's not going to feel good to listen to their constructive criticism, and you're going to get discouraged. You're not going to feel like you're, you're living up to your counterparts in your industry, that you're not where you want to be, but knowing your why That's can right. get you back on course. Yes, it so, is. So, so important. So, guys, we're going to come back. We're going to need to take a quick little break. And when we come back, we're going to get to the style of the PBN style. We've been talking about personal branding, and, and uh, Tanya's been sharing with us a lot of her advice and tips and tricks about how we as uh, uh, entrepreneurs can work with our service providers and, our, um, and collaborators and the things that we need to know. But when we come back... We're going to talk to Tanya about her business and her strategies and uh, her particular style of doing things uh, where she is there in Mississippi. So uh, hang on tight. We'll be right back. Upright Solutions, LLC, is a virtual company that offers virtual services to local and national small business owners in the areas of office administration, communications, marketing, and event planning. Visit www.uprightsolutions.com. That's U-P-W-R-I-T-E solutions.com. And let Tanya Franklin set your business upright. All right, everybody. We are back to PB and Styles interview with Miss Tanya Franklin. Hello again, Miss Tanya. Hello, how are you? Lovely, lovely. Okay, so Tanya was just sharing some really good insight into what it looks like to walk a strategic strategy, how to walk it out. She's shared some great tips, and she's also shared some great um, some great information about some of the mistakes that we make when working with our service providers and um, had really good discussions on how to overcome some of those things. And the biggest thing I think that came out of the first half of our interview, Tanya, was just understanding your why and mm -hmm. knowing how it kind of keeps you on track um, regardless of any discouraging times or frustrating situations. But now I want to pivot and start talking about you a little bit more. Okay. And just finding out from you sort of um, some of the kind of insights into how you became who you are. And one of the things that I teach my customers, my clients, is we are really, I mean, I know you've heard it before, we're the product of our circumstances sometimes. And I believe um, it's important to take people way back and determine who their influences were in their life, whether it were positive or negative, because I think those influences guide decisions that we make moving forward, whether we want to be like that person, not be like that person, whether we want to have a career similar or do something totally opposite because we didn't like the results that career gave, whatever it may be. But I think that when we are influenced by others, it guides our decisions moving forward. And um, I think that in understanding that, 
what happens is we begin to develop these, um, these consistencies, these decisions that become very consistent in our life and how we do things. And doing that creates what I call a style thread. And I say that the, these style threads, you can have very, you can have tons of them, but they are very consistent throughout the fabric of our life. And um, I want to know from you a little bit about your entrepreneurial journey and sort of what uh, were the, I don't know, the big bang situations that sort of got you where you are. What were those influences in your life that sort of triggered your entrepreneurial spirit? Um, well, I grew up in a family of innovators. Um, mm. They were always coming up with uh, a plan B. You know, plan A didn't work. They always had a plan B. Um, so that's definitely um, a major influence. Um, my grandmother, oh my, she was like one of the few women in her community um, that was an entrepreneur. And especially back in those days, you didn't have too many um, women of color that own their own businesses. Mm -hmm. um, she also um, was one of, she was the type to, um, to reach one and teach one, you know, that, you know, it wasn't just about her making money, but she was always willing to reach out to others to help them, you know, to wow. teach them how to fish. So um, that was definitely um, an, it, a huge influence for me um, in seeing that and being around that as a child. Um, my parents were very hardworking people, um, and so they instilled that, that work ethic in me. Um, so that was, um, that was another piece. And I, I've just always had the desire to live outside of the box. I have never been the the conformist type i've yeah. always been the oddball and i think that as i became an adult um i started seeing being the oddball as something that was that was positive and i started you know that anytime somebody would do something i'm like well i want to do something different i don't want to do that mm -hmm. and so they just kind of just all just kind of pieced together to just shape and form you know this this path you know that I that I've I've chosen you know that I've actually been chosen for I would I would rather say wow. so um, and then um, the the type of jobs that I've had in the past um, I, I truly believe that they just all just led me to this particular point right here that where I am now that it just all that they all just played a role in leading me to this point. Mm -hmm. It'll do it. It happens that way, doesn't it? That's why I say it's, it's um, the the consistencies. Um, we sort of choose things very, you know, I don't want to say systematically, but it, it looks like it in hindsight. It looks like, oh, I did that, and now that's helping me here, or mm -hmm. I took that job and it's helping me here, or I grew this skill that's helping me here. Um, what is your favorite way to meet new people or to do your networking? Um, I, I, I'm really becoming a lover of social media. Um, I don't even know what I would describe myself. Um, an intra extrovert. <laughs> I kind of straddle the fence there. Um, <laughs> so, um, I, I mainly meet people on social media 
especially Facebook, that seems to be the hub for me where I am really meeting a lot of creative people. Um, and I love, I love being around creative people. Um, and um, as far as like face-to-face networking events, I love experiencing new things. Mm-hmm. So th- those are, are great ways. Those, those are, are the, I guess maybe the top ones. Um, but I'm, I'm a very open-minded person. So I, I'm always looking for different ways to connect with people. Without giving away too many of your trade secrets, and um, this is kind of a new question, but I, I'm curious, when you are on social media, I have a um, a girlfriend, I did a podcast with her, she's coming up this week, um, and it was, uh, she's a master networker, I've called her that ever since I've known her, um, but she's a live networker, I've seen her in action, like at events and things like that, so I'm always curious to find out what are some tips people can give for networking, and you say that you do a lot of yours on social media, Facebook, such and such. How do you do that? Like, tell us, give us maybe one or two tricks. Like, if we were trying to meet new people, establish business with people um, via social media, what are some things that you've found work well for you? Um, One is to reach out. Don't wait for people to come to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Reach out to them. and another thing, and I, I, I should have said this one first, was to have an action plan, have a reason for reaching and connecting out, connecting to people. Mm. Um, you know, don't just say that, you know, I just want them to purchase my product, or my service, but that you actually have a purpose and a plan as far as relationship building. Yeah, I, that's what I was waiting on, girl. Mm-hmm, because that's what I was waiting. I, I've learned. I in this business, it, it, this is just in general, um, that, you know, success as, as an entrepreneur is 80% relationship. So it, it's really important and key that you don't just jump in people's inbox or you're just sending friend requests or you're liking them or what have you just for the sake of, I, I'm just trying to get a, a, you know, I'm just trying to make a sale, you know, build the relationship. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to bring attention to the fact that Ms. Tanya Franklin has yet again created another text that we can take to preach on and stand on for a completely different podcast. (laughs) Build relationships with people. Do not inbox inbox them your, you know, script. Correct. Can you say hello first? Can we get a hello, how are you, That's before right. we get into all of that? Let's build some relationships. I love it. I love it. So so what you're saying is, like, if you are going to use social media as your primary means of networking, that it's important for you to, number one, have a plan. That's the first thing, right? That's have a right. plan That's of right. relationship building. You want to build rapport. And then secondly, you want to go ahead and reach out. Don't be afraid. That's right. I think we on this podcast are two very good examples of that because, girl, that I was like, great. what is going on in this group? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, before I let you go, I have um, two more questions. And the first one is, are there, well, actually I have three. Um, are there any books that you could recommend to someone who is, um, you know, starting a business and, you know, wanting to do it right. Is there anything that you've read recently that you could share? Um, This may not seem to be um, a business book, but um, 
it definitely helps with your personal branding. So this, this leads into you being an entrepreneur. And it's a book called The, um, the Hope Quotient by Ray Johnston. And what I like about that book is that he really just makes you really sit and think and evaluate what it is that you're doing and your purpose for doing it. Mm, Ray Johnson? Ray Johnston. Johnston. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's called The Hope Quotient? The Hope Quotient. All right, guys. Check that out. And definitely it'll be um, one of the links that we have in addition to the podcast link that we are going to be sharing with Ms. Tanya. So you don't have to worry about writing that down or catching it. Just know it's at the bottom of the page on this podcast. Um, also, I want to ask you, if you were a brand, if your brand were a person, like if we had to establish it as a person, and the reason I ask this question so that everybody out there listening will understand, I believe that a lot of times marketers will tell us we need to know who our customer is. We need to understand our target audience, and that is so true in marketing. We do need to know who our target audience is. Mm-hmm. But we also have to, as Tanya just said, establish a relationship or build rapport with that customer, with that target audience. That's right. So I teach my customers, my clients, to develop a brand avatar to befriend or build relationship with their customer avatar. So I always ask them, if your brand were a person, how would you describe his or her character, her characteristics? Hmm. So can you answer that? Can you give me like two or three traits that you would say um, if your brand were a person? Like, is it a girl or a boy? You know, just give me some characteristics as if it were a person. Okay. Um, Definitely a girl. Um, (laughs) And she is a creator. Um, And she is an implementer (laughs) and a manager. Mm. So she's bossy. Y'all caught that, right? (laughs) (laughs) we always circle back people we always circle back (laughs) back to one (laughs) back to one okay so before i let you go share with us what you have coming up i know you've got some courses you've got books you've got all kinds of things share with us sort of what you have to offer everyone listening. Um, and guys, don't forget, um, with PBN Style, I am a master chef, and that all of my secrets will be found in my kitchen. And that is the only place, i.e. my email list. So if you want these goodies, and all of my guests give me goodies to share, special ingredients to sprinkle, to sprinkle into the PBN Style, if you want those, they are over on my list. So um, Tanya's going to share with us all of the fun things she's got going on, but all of her secret ingredients will be over there on that list. But go ahead, Tanya, tell us, what do you have coming up? Um, well, I um, just actually just released um, an ebook, um, And how this ebook came about, it's, I don't know, I guess I just, I, I had um, I had a business coach that told me, don't, don't create anything else. You've got so much stuff you need to work with, you got. Mm, and, um, <laughs> and I'm always, you know, Sometimes I'm just thinking about certain things um, or my own certain um, my own personal experiences um, in this journey, and so I I decided to create um, an ebook on affirmations. Mm. Um, that because as entrepreneurs we're always you know trying to see how we can help somebody else, help you know 
solve their pain points, but we tend to not do entrepreneurial self-care. And so I came up with like the most recent 25 of the affirmations, things that I've thought about, uh, words of encouragement that I've passed along to other people um, that I've even used for myself. And I just created an ebook where they could, people can just go and just pull these up and be encouraged and even affirm themselves in them. Um, and that's um, going to help also with those negative thoughts that we talked yes, about and staying true yes, to the why. So guys, check yes. that out. That'll be, we'll have a link for that. Definitely. Um, and another thing I have coming up, um, I'm also working on uh, a number of um, webinars and e-courses on email marketing, as well as customer service. We tend to, we, we talk about customer service and we complain about it, but when it comes to actually, you know, turning the mirror on ourselves and making sure that we are aligned, you know, it's kind of like crickets, you know, we don't, mm-hmm. no, one, no one's talking about it. So Again, I want to be Tanya, that's another <laughs> aspect of marketing that people do not grasp. That's right. That's right. right. It's like, um, hello, people, in order for you to be a positive force in your customer's life, you got to you know, kind of walk the walk and talk the talk, and that's in your customer service. That's right. That's right. So I'm working on some things with that as well. So, um, you know, everybody just be on the lookout for that. Awesome. We will have the links to uh, what Tanya has going on right now um, on the page, guys, so you should be able to find that as you're listening um, to the podcast. So, Tanya, thank you again so much for being part of PBN Style. Um, I had such a great time chatting with you, and this will not be your last time on the podcast, guys. I promise she'll be back. I'll have to twist her arm or drive to Jackson. We're not that far. I'll get her back on here some kind of a way. (laughs) I Um, enjoy myself. (laughs) Excellent. So, guys, thank you for listening. Tanya, thank you for being a part of everything, and we'll definitely get all of your links down on on the page. And remember, guys, all of the goodness, the deliciousness happens over in our kitchen for PB and Style. Tanya's going to share with us some great uh, goodies over there, so make sure you subscribe. And I look forward to our next dish, which will be next week. Have a good day. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website, where all the deliciousness really happens, at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.